Hey, John. This is Bronx Bombshell. John, since you're the Measurection producer, if you call the dick phone, is that like masturbation? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Measurection Radio. This is episode number three, October 22nd, 2005. I'm your host, Sean, founder of Measurection.com, podcasting live from the Lone Star State. And now I'd like to introduce you to my posse tonight, my penis posse. First, our wonderfully talented producer, the genius behind this whole podcasting thing here on Measurection from Minneapolis, the wonderful, the cuddly, John. Hi, John. Hey, Sean. I'm cuddly, huh? I'm, that's Very. wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just over here in the corning, stroking a dick phone, keeping it primed and ready for our for our phone callers. <laughs> you got it up on that that nutsack uh, battery charger, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's masturbating the dick phone. That was hilarious. Next, we have our sexy Canadian podcasting pussy. Thank you. The lovely girl talk goddess, Diane. Hello, Diane. Hello, Sean. Guess what? I'm Twitter pated. Do you know why? You're what? I'm Twitter pated. You're Twitter pated. Uh huh. What's that mean? It means my husband's an asshole because just as I was closing the door to come in here and do the podcast, uh-huh. he decided to get all fruity on me. <laughs> fruity. Fruity. What does that mean? Uh, there was lips and nipples involved. Oh, is he still there? <laughs> they weren't bears' nip- lips and nipples, were they? Put him on. <laughs> Put him on. <laughs> So, yes, I'm Twitter-pated. So if I'm a little off tonight, that's why, and you can blame my husband. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for the warning. Next, we have the funniest member of our penis posse, the Georgia Peach, and our vice president of operations, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hey, Sean. Hey, I want to respond to uh, our Bronx Bombshells uh, question to John, since John didn't say anything about it. <laughs> Bronxy? Oh, Christ. Bronxy, this is an oral medium. So when John calls the dick line, it's not masturbation. It's definitely autofellatio. Oh, so good. <laughs> See, he's the funniest member. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Never knew I had it in me. <laughs> and last but not least, North Carolina's version of Mickey Mouse, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hello. How you doing? Good. I just got done uh, watching some of John's porn. <laughs> oh, you did? This is like pick on John night, isn't it? Yeah, what else can we do to John? He's over there masturbating the dick phone, and I'm watching his porn. <laughs> oh, Christ. Hello, posse. How's everybody doing tonight? Wonderful. We are good. good. Is everybody fully clothed tonight? I'm back in the boxers. boxers. I am now. I'm, I'm, I'm in, in my, my pajamas. And well, I'm my, in my house coat. Boxer briefs here. Quick, Diane, take your pants off. I'm I don't want to. <laughs> well, um, 
<laughs> There's a drag queen named Wanda. She's got a popular radio show. Her name is Wanda Wisdom. Wanda Wisdom. She's the biggest lucky bitch. I know a drag queen named Wanda. She's got a popular radio show. It's Lucky Bitch with Wanda Wisdom. It's Lucky Bitch Radio. Somebody's been listening to podcasts all day. Oh, somebody, please, please. Somebody has a new name and we have a new theme song. No, so I want somebody to please slap that song out of my head. It's been going on all day long. Let me tell you why. You're a podcast addict. Last night, here in the last few days, you know, I'm new to podcasting. And uh, over the last several days, I've been studying I've been doing my podcasting homework, and I've been hitting a lot of the the good sites, you know, the ones that I've, I've been reading about, hearing about, and um, I ran across one last night, luckybitchradio.com. <laughs> I like the name. <laughs> uh, Wanda Wisdom. That is one of the funniest freaking things that I've ever seen, <laughs> heard in my life. And she podcasts um, from right up here in Minneapolis, where I am. Yeah, she's from up in your parts. Mm-hmm. And uh, she ought to be calling that the crazy bitch radio. She is a <laughs> nutcase. And uh, <laughs> what I did, last night, I listened to a couple of her podcasts, and then I went over. She's got a she's got a very uh, a really nice looking web page, and uh, it's it's got a lot of information on it, but it's simple to you know. And I went to the part. It said uh, it said videos. Baby, she is crazy. You got to <laughs> see some of this stuff. As a matter of fact. John, whenever I come up to Minneapolis to visit you, I think we ought to. We should arrest her. <laughs> she, she needs, that girl needs to be arrested for having way too much fun, or at least be guests on her show. <laughs> well, you know, John and I talked about doing our our very first video podcast. We're going to yeah. do it in a canoe on a lake. Pardon? Maybe Wanda would like to come and, and join us in the canoe, or or do a little ice fishing thing, and we could we could have it all all on our very first video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to check it out. It's luckybitchradio.com. She's great. She really I'm writing is. that down. Okay, last week's show, which was our first roundtable show, which uh, with the topic of do you peek at the urinal, was, was a big success. And uh, we're looking forward to continuing to tackle some interesting topics in our roundtable discussions. Next week, our topic is going to be, have you ever tried auto fellatio? Have you ever tried to suck yourself off we want to know if you were successful if you weren't successful do you still try tell us all about it tell us tell us i even want to know what kind of pain medicine you use for your back 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 injury (laughs) (laughs) and everybody remember to participate you have to grab my dick i mean you have to call the dick phone Can you just paint her and hunched over in the corner holding the dick phone? (laughs) He's really hogging the dick phone. (laughs) Sitting here playing with the dick phone. If you hear sounds like a dog lapping water, it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Where's my Mickey Mouse voice? We got to clean this place up. (laughs) The best way to participate in next week's show is to call call the dick phone in the u.s <laughs> as john said the dick phone in the u.s got them all nervous now <laughs> i am in the u.s the number is 206-338-DICK that's 206-338-3425 in uk you can ring 0709-287-2563 that's 0709-287-2563 
or visit our Measurection Radio forum at www.measurection.com slash radio. That's www.measurection.com slash radio. Or you may email radio at measurection.com. And if I can Please. interject just for a second, Sean, the reason that uh, we've had a couple people ask why we're spelling out the site name, yeah. and that's simply because there are so many people that are being introduced to Mesurrection that haven't been introduced to it before through podcasting. They're not coming from our site. Yeah, they're not familiar with the site, so they, they, yeah, they're not coming from our site, so they don't know how to spell it. We're just making sure that people listening are able to find the site if, if they're interested in doing it. And so. if any users have pictures of when they did try the autofillatio, please send them to radio at Mesurrection.com. <laughs> <laughs> we we yes, need please. research. We want to see. Strictly for educational purposes. That's, yes, that's research. All. So please, we need your participation and would love to hear your voice. So pick up the phone and give us a call. Hi, this is Bronx Bombshell, and I call the Dick phone at 206-338-DICK, 206-338-3425. You should too, damn it. <laughs> yeah, damn it. <laughs> I love that. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> She's so cute. Yeah, she is. She's great. We love Bronx. And she posted photos in our photo gallery. Holy so shit. Did, she, she did, did you see the tits on that woman? She's got Holy huge Jesus. breasts. I, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, but if you are an SOS sponsor at our website, MeasureAction.com, you can see our photo galleries and... Bronxy put it all out there in more ways than one. Oh, did she ever? And and Mini Stud did from last week too. If you did he? if you noticed that, yes, he did. I very. Oh rarely my God! Go you there. haven't seen? He he posted up pages of them. I very rarely go in there. He must have liked that 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 we all thought he was so sexy. Yes, remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he is. And uh, and Bronx, by the way, she even posted a couple of pictures of her. Hey, diddle diddle. Yes, she did. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm Twitter pated. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Okay, anyway, for, for those who may not be aware, our website, MeasureAction.com, deals primarily with men's size-related insecurity. We are the largest discussion forum on the web for smaller as well as average and out guys and those who love them. Our topic today is, when was the first time you realized you were smaller? When did you first feel out of place? When did you say to yourself, I think this might be it? When were you first ashamed, if you were ashamed? When did you first feel you had something to keep hidden? How did it affect you? How did you respond to the situation? I'm sure there are a wide variety of personal experiences that our members and listeners have to share. Who would like to start? Well, you are the king of small media. I think it's only fitting that you go first. Oh, this again this time. Again this <laughs> week. <laughs> Be our okay. guest. Guess I will. My, my story isn't real. It wasn't a big deal. It was never a big deal going through high school when I, or junior high. I was. I think the time that I really realized that it, that this is probably it was it was tenth grade, eleventh grade. What's that? Sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. I remember being in gym class, and everyone in there, the whole, the whole, we overlapped. It was a huge, like forty guys, our class, and maybe the seniors. Everyone was flopping around. Everyone had something that's just it. it uh, Flax that it seemed to it seemed to hang real well. Mine never bothered me. No one ever said anything. I, but I remember there was one guy in there who looked just like me. We had twin wieners, and I, and I noticed it. And I used to say to myself, I'd, "He's the only one in here. We look just alike, and we're we're not quite what everyone else is." But uh, it was never a big deal to me. It wasn't a big deal 
and this is really not the topic, but uh, it was t between uh, 16 and 17 years old. But it, it became a big deal later, like whenever I joined the, the Navy, and uh, got real close with lots of buddies, and I would go and uh, we would all shower together. And for some reason, I think this is kind of strange, I feel more comfortable showering in front of people that I don't know instead mm -hmm. of people around that people that I know is when it creeps me out and I think I don't want them to see oh yeah so you know it was it was never a big deal but uh, to answer my question it's uh, <laughs> it was around 16 17 years old 10th 11th grade somewhere in there I can totally see not being comfortable around people you know versus people you don't know because people you know are comfortable enough with you to make a comment if they feel they want to yeah I mean, I've, I've had I've had some I've, I had a good buddy one time. You know, we'd never seen each other naked. We partied, and, you know, hung out together constantly. One day he was a little bit drunk, and he said, "You know, Sean, I, th I bet you've got a big thick dick, don't you?" And I'm like, "If you only knew, uh, you hmm. know, <laughs> you founded the small penis site." <laughs> yeah, sure did. Well, uh, that's pretty much my story. As I said, it wasn't, it wasn't very interesting i don't think but josh what do you think what when did you first think something was up for myself it's probably again not all that interesting but probably very common uh it's as you said i think it's those the first dreaded junior high shower and and junior high and high school when you're a teenager and people are going through puberty and people are so self-conscious about everything you do and say it's the it's the worst possible time in the world to have to strip down naked and and see how you size up and you're really you're really forced into it and and that's where the whole mission becomes how do you hide how do you avoid that shower how do you avoid going in where everybody else is in there um, the bigger stronger jocks were you know you're intimidated by them I was definitely a nerd it's hard to believe but I was a nerd no really in high in junior and <laughs> high school can you imagine that and uh, uh, you know it, it's it's intimidating when some guys seem to have more soft than you have hard um, and it, it really really sort of traumatizes you thank you Josh Alan what about you when did you first think you didn't quite measure up it uh you know, I had not thought about this in a long time, but as I as I thought back, I remembered that it actually occurred in uh, Boy Scout camp. I went to a one-week Boy Scout camp. I must have been 12 years old, and uh, at the end of the day, one of the days, I don't remember if it was the first, may have been the first night, somebody told us that there was going to be a tick inspection. Now, this may have just been a gambit to, so the older guys could, you know, could see all the young guys naked or something for all I know but in any case we were told that we all had to to strip and uh, and we were in two-person tents and we were supposed to strip down to our underwear and check each other's bodies for ticks and then somewhere in the course of this process uh, a couple of older guys came around and and told us to drop our drawers they were gonna check our privates for for ticks oh boy and it was in that process that one of the kids looked at me and said, fat guys always have small dicks. Mm. And Goodness. so, I mean, that was a, a double hit for yeah. my Aww. size, you know, my size around the middle, as well as the size of my dick. And you were so young. Oh, kids are so cruel. Yeah, yep. that's terrible. So that was wow. when it started. And, and of course, I, I mean, my observations in junior high school and in, uh, in phys ed during the, the showers was, was a confirmation of that experience. Right. 
Isn't it funny that whole poem of sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me is such a lie. Yeah, it really is. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I want to be a tick inspector. <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, <laughs> Sean, maybe we, maybe we could make T-shirts that say "Tick Inspector." Oh, ins- totally. <laughs> Measure Action Radio I'm Tick Inspector. The tick head Tick Inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Now, John, you're not necessarily smaller in the pants. When was the first time that your penis size ever affected you, or did it? Well, this this will probably sound really weird to everyone, and I hope no one gets offended by it. But for the longest time, I thought I was small. I had never seen another naked guy in an aroused state other than in porn where dicks, you know, always seem to be huge. They seem to be as big as like, you know, an RV or something, something so big it would, you know, need more more than four wheels to drive around. Um, But not aroused, not aroused. I'm pretty average, actually, at least I think. And I always seemed smaller than everybody else in the showers, you know, in gym class in high school. I guess, you know, I'm a grower, not a shower, I guess. And... This was way back in the days before I had online access, before average penis sizes were pretty common knowledge. Um, The first time I realized my size, I was actually looking at a magazine called Inches, which is a gay magazine, and it listed um, the model's size next to their pictures. And I just kind of browsed through it and thinking, hey, I'm actually bigger than that. And it seemed to be a really big penis to me. Um, mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people may think I immediately, you know, ran out and started flaunting myself, but I didn't. I wasn't raised that way, for starters. And most importantly, I knew what it was like to feel small, even if I wasn't. So I wasn't about to be this guy walking around making everyone else feel bad about themselves when I knew damn well it would have made me feel miserable if someone had taken advantage of my own insecurities and made me feel inadequate. So I wasn't about to do that, and I've never you know walked around and tried to be hey i'm the big dick guy i don't do that and that's you've never played that role on our site either well i'm glad you know that i don't come across that way because if i did it would just horrify me thanks john diane you've got (laughs) about the smallest penis here for sure my penis isn't any (laughs) what's your take on all of this Uh, you know what What I, I actually just picked up on was Josh and Sean, when you started talking about your stories, you said, these, you know, this isn't interesting. And I, I know I've read that around the site, a lot of people saying, oh, my story is not very interesting. But, but what you don't realize is how interesting it is to the other sex, because there's going to be a lot of women listening to these radio shows, I'm sure. And I mean... I've been on this site for as long as I have because I'm absolutely enthralled with all of the different stories and I had no idea. Women have absolutely no idea about what it's like in the showers for for men in high school, for boys and, and, you know, like we think that men are these, you know, secure subjects that do not ever discuss feelings or, and, and to have that world opened up to us I mean it's made me a better person I may not have a penis but it's uh, the site is an amazing site and it's just made me a better person well Diane you have an I think you have an honorary penis 
<laughs> you do. You, we've heard that clip. Diane wants to. She's got penis envy. And she's an honor, and she's an honorary member of the penis posse. <laughs> yes, Josh. I thought you were going to say now that she's heard all these stories, she no longer has penis envy. <laughs> That's <Well>. true. <laughs> no, no, no. I still have penis envy. I'd stick it in everything. Just give it to me for one day. I would hump everything. <laughs> and then she'd pee off the balcony. Oh yeah. I'd pee on trees. I'd pee in the snow. Write your name, Diane. Do you know you can write your name in the snow? I so. When we go it. ice fishing, we'll we'll let her pee in the hole. <laughs> if you have a short name, and that'll be on a video podcast. If your name is Zacharias. You're screwed. <laughs> Something like, long. Well, I go by D in my real there, life, right? So you could do that. Yeah. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. This uh, right now, this may be a good opportunity to take a short break. When we return, we'll listen to your voicemails and read your posts and emails about our topic. When did you first realize you were smaller? We'll be right back. You're listening to Measurection Radio. Now it's time for this week's tech tip. Our tech tip each week highlights an unknown but useful feature of the Measurection.com site. Did you know that you can subscribe to receive digest of specific forums on Measurection.com via email? The first thing to do is to verify that your email address in your profile is correct. To do this, click Edit My Profile at the top of the screen and verify that the email address for administrative use is correct. This email address is not visible to other users on the site. It's only used to send you email notifications. If you need to edit that, go ahead and do so, then scroll to the bottom and click Submit. Now you can edit your email preferences. To do this, click on the My Home link in the menu bar near the top of the screen. Scroll down, and near the bottom, you'll see where it says Subscribe, Unsubscribe from Receiving Post by Email, uh, etc. Click Edit next to that. Now in there, you can edit all of your email preferences, and towards the bottom, you can choose to subscribe to certain forums. If you subscribe to the forum, you'll get an email each night with all the posts from that forum. To subscribe to the forum, simply change the little radio button, the little dot, uh, to the S column for subscribe next to the forum that you want to subscribe to, and then click Submit at the bottom. Receiving a digest of posts via email for your favorite forums is a great way to discreetly keep up with activity on the Measurection.com website. And now, back to Measurection Radio. <laughs> Today we're discussing the topic of when was the first time you realized you were smaller? This topic is definitely dead center focused on the mission of our site, and uh, we received a great deal of input on the subject. On the dick phone, we have Tom with an H. Hey guys, Tom again. Even though I've uh, in the past talked about it basically being a non-issue in my life, I did postscript my original post in that thread about when I finally did pay attention to it and that I was affected by it. Had I been on the market, the dating market, at the time that I read the stats and finally gave my own penis and its size any thought, I thought about dating. Had I been thinking these thoughts long before, would I have probably been anywhere near as confident as I used to be when I was in the dating market? And I think Basically, the bottom line is, if I was really thinking about it before, I don't think I would have been. I think I would have probably tried to blend much more into the background or 
possibly I wouldn't have even gone out very much. My experience was short-lived since I've had all the life experiences I have before it being even a slight issue in my life. But it did give me a real insight into what some of the guys experienced from a very early age on. If I wasn't as old as I am, if I hadn't experienced all the things in life I have, including a lot of therapy, which you all know about, I don't think I would have been able to handle it any more better than some of the people at the site that have had some major problems with it. Bye. Wow. Yeah, thanks, well, there's a guy who who really didn't know any better. You know, he didn't he didn't give it any thought, and so it was never a problem until much later in life when he he realized the statistics of his size did put him at the smaller end of the scale. Yeah, numbers are just a bitch, eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what you don't know doesn't hurt you. Exactly. Yeah. Yet again, yeah, that it's all it's it's so much of it is 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 between your ears. Right, not right. between your legs. If that if that's not a, an, a perfect example of that, I don't know what is. Yeah. And Tom, thank you so much for phoning in. Yeah, yeah Tom, thanks. Thanks. Yes. thanks a lot. We we really we do love appreciate Tom. It. Yep. I'd love to know how he escaped, you know, all the the dreaded pitfalls that everybody else encounters, and and you know how he avoided those feelings or those comments. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we also had a post in our Mesurrection Radio forum, and this comes from E Boy. And E-Boy says... I love E-Boy. He's my new friend. (laughs) E-Boy says, I wouldn't say I felt ashamed or embarrassed, but I came to the realization that I was small rather slowly. It started when I was 14, and I measured myself per the request of a girl. She was all tickled about the size. I didn't know if I was big or not, but it got me thinking just how big I could be. So when I was 15, I saw my dad fully hard from morning wood. He was twice the size of me, and I secretly hoped that when I was done growing, I may be that big, but had the nagging feeling that I was pretty much going to be the same size I was then, about 5 inches by that age. So when I was 17, at the most I can measure is 5.5, and I still remain the same size today, I pretty much just accepted it. Paranoia lasted for about a day, then I realized, hey, my size hasn't stopped me from getting laid, so it's obviously not an (laughs) issue for people. Why make it an issue for myself? Thanks, E-Boy. Good for you, That's E-Boy. That's healthy. Yep. That's healthy. Yep. Yeah, sure you is. go. Very healthy. That's awesome. Nail anything that can't get away. <laughs> that can't get away? <laughs> Thanks, E-Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was fucking hilarious. In our uh, Measure Action Radio forum, 21-year-old user Dave Gorman from the UK writes, With me, it isn't a single event, but a combination of things. I've never felt out of place or that I've got anything to keep hidden. I was a bit miffed the first time I noticed that everyone was getting bigger than me, but I got over it. I'm not ashamed to show what I've got. I'll shower and change without hiding. I will and have openly discussed penis size, including my own, with friends, both male and female, without trouble. I've never had sex, so I have no experience of whether or not it matters to me in that department. But when the time comes, I don't think my size will hold me back. Good for you. Yeah. So, does Another anybody know attitude. why he hasn't had sex? Has there been no opportunity, or is he saving himself? That's a good I question. Don't I don't know. It, it sounds like such a confident post that uh, it just brought the question to mind. He's posted a lot of hot pictures in the gallery, though. I know that much. Yes, yes, he has. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hottie as well. Like you said, Diane, it's a very confident post, and to me, confidence is the sexiest thing in the world. Isn't it? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah, I just love that. 
when somebody talks about themselves in a very confident way and says, this is me, just accept me, I don't care what the hell you think, oh my God, hard. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we accept you, Dave. Absolutely. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, if, if, if all the responses to your pictures haven't shown you that. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, well, we have another voicemail, too. Our friend, the cutie patootie Jason from Hawaii, our very own Hawaiian stud with the beautiful smile, called into the dick phone with his thoughts. Here's Jason. Aloha, this is Jason from Honolulu. The first time I realized I was smaller, I think I always knew I was smaller. Luckily, here in Hawaii, smaller tends to be the norm. The first time it actually meant anything was when I was in the eighth grade, and I was hanging from a chin-up bar, and one of my friends came up behind me and... and yanked my pants and my underwear down around my ankles. I dropped off the chin-up bar and, and pulled my clothes back around my waist, but not before there was a lot of laughing and, and finger-pointing and name-calling and all the silly things you could see to one another at that age, which is why I used to end my post, you know, Hawaiian stud in, in my dreams. So I thank Resurrection for helping me to stop doing that and to realize that, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being small. Being small is something to be celebrated. So thanks for all the good work you do. Aloha. Bye-bye. Aloha. Aloha, Jason. Aloha. You know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no kidding. You know, the thing is, um, Hawaiian stud and his dreams, I think you should just go back to Hawaiian stud because, Jason, you Hawaiian are... stud and my dreams. Yes. That's right. Um, there's, there's another example of kids just being cruel. Yeah. Kids are just pissers you know that that's that was a, a traumatic and humiliating experience and i know which, he's not alone in that one. Oh my god you know 20 or 30 years later he's still he's still dealing with the effects of that seemingly harmless prank and and what those comments and that that experience did to him and i'll bet you he remembers every single comment like alan like you remember exactly yep. what was said you don't forget those words. Oh, it's traumatic. Yeah. Can you imagine hanging from the chin-up bars and having your and pants, pants pulled off of you? Yeah. yeah. Again, at that age where just every little thing. I remember one time whenever I was, uh, this is not related <laughs> to any of this, but I remember one time whenever I was walking to the house one day and my grandparents were visiting and I was in my pajamas and my grandfather just grabbed the back elastic part of my, uh, of my pajamas and snapped them. But I could tell he's pulled real far back and snapped him, and I was so embarrassed. I was embarrassed for years over that. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, and he wasn't doing anything but trying to be funny. Well, I say Little Creek. Does everyone else say Little Creek? Uh, you know, I've never known if it's Little Creek or Little Crack. Or Little, <laughs> little Creek, Little Crack. Little Crick, or... <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> he writes in our forum, and he answers each question individually. Uh, to the question, when did you first feel out of place? He writes, first day of junior high swim class in the locker room. When did you say to yourself, I think this is it, around 23 years old? How did it affect you? Has destroyed my life, 33-year-old virgin with no friends and a dead-end job. High school was miserable since all my friends had girlfriends but not me. I failed out of college because I was too busy trying to distract myself from my miserable life to go to class. How did you respond to the situation? I've hidden in shame ever since. I am the quiet one that no one ever notices. I am the nice guy who takes, who everyone takes advantage of. That is just, I mean, that is so sad. Yeah. Um, sad. That is so sad. Definitely, you know, uh, 10 years after his high school swim, swim class experience, uh, you know, he'd been dwelling on it for 10 years, and now many, many years later, it, it's still controlling his life. And 
and I've I've said this in the forums before, but and there's no pun intended, but your penis size is really just such a small part of who you are, yes. mm-hmm. and to have it totally, uh, to become so obsessed with it and have it totally control uh, your co- your college career, your your career, your friendships, you know how you interact with people, um, is just really traumatic. Yeah. And and he, you know he probably needs some some professional counseling to to get his I, life I on, definitely on track. agree with you there. You really really probably should. But I want to tell you something, buddy. Uh, you need to. I don't know what your life's life is like. Uh, I, I mean, I've read a lot of your posts, but I want you really need to get out and join a couple of clubs and meet people. You need to get out and meet people. If I can interject here too, Sean, it, this is going to be really blunt and it's going to be really brutal, but I think it's a real truth. We discussed earlier how confidence is a turn-on. And um, here's the blunt part. All of your friends had girlfriends, but not you. Your attitude, honey. You, you, people yeah. are attracted to a positive attitude, and they're, they're, they push away from a negative attitude. Yeah. And you're not helping yourself, and, and you need to help yourself. Yeah, don't because you're an amazing person. I mean, I love reading your posts. Right. I do, too. And you're an amazing person, and then you don't give yourself enough credit for who you are. Don't let the negative, do your best to not let the negative situations in your life dictate your life. Let your life and the way you live it dictate the situations. Yeah, there you and, go. And, and join some, join a club or, or some kind of social activity in your, in your town and, uh, or, you know, maybe a church or something and, and get out there and just start meeting some women. You know, yeah. you don't have to jump into don't anything Don't even make right it away. about meeting women. Just make it about meeting people and having fun. Changing your life around and doing, right. just having positive in your life. Yeah. We wish you just the being best. Involved in, just, you know, just being involved in organizational activities can, can give you an outlet that it at least lets you meet people. Yeah. Right. There's right. single groups in BC. I don't know if you have anything down there similar, but I'm sure that there is. There are singles groups that are designed for singles but they do things like they go for bike rides they go mountain climbing they go wall climbing they have activities and it's just for single people not to meet each other but just to go out and have something to do with other people of like interest right one of my favorite expressions is that happiness comes through doors that you didn't know you left open Mm -hmm. yeah so indeed get out there meet people don't don't go into it with the desire to get laid or the desire to meet women Go into it with a desire to meet people, and, and it'll it'll hopefully just find you. Right. And, and have uh, something positive own. in your life. Yeah. The negative things that happen to you, don't let them destroy you. Take strength from those things. That's right. But but don't forget us back here at Measurection when you're out there having all that no, we fun hear all about positive it. because, you know, like, we want we want to still see you. That first time that you're, you get in that in, uh, intimate situation with the, with the lady, don't let it freak you out. It's probably going to be a turn on to her, you know. It, I, I don't. I, I, yep. I think sometimes it may be a turn on to a lady to think that you may be her first, no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Oh my God! I I had one virgin, and I will never, ever, ever forget it, ever. Well, you're going to have to tell us all about that girl someday. Oh, I will. Oh my. Thanks, little creek. Thank you. Thank you for opening up Stay to us. Stay with us. That was amazing. Um, we had another post to our forum. B5SD writes into the forum, Whoa, dude, this hits a little close to home, yet it is worth an answer for sure. For me, it was the mandatory post-PE class showers in junior high that I really began to feel small. 
up until the end of fifth grade, I was basically the biggest kid stature-wise in class and had always been on the top row in class pictures. In sixth grade, however, I was on the bottom row as most of my classmates began to shoot past me in body frame size. By the time I entered junior high, there were a few boys, young men now, whose penises fairly swung back and forth like a pendulum as they walked back to their lockers. To avoid getting called any names, which we learned quickly, I kept my eyes to myself as much as possible and did not look at others. It worked, and I got both through both junior and senior high relatively unscathed. Later, as I passed my 21st birthday and began frequenting the adult bookstores near my home, I would occasionally be treated to being serviced by the men who would frequent the back rooms of such establishments. Later still, I began to realize why many men would not look my way, as the obvious bulges in other men's pants would fairly cry out, Service me, whereas I had none. Much later, though, I began to realize that, for some men at least, smaller was appreciated in that arena. Still, it would take me many, many more years to accept the size of my penis in its flaccid state, although I have been told that my aroused state is nothing to be ashamed of, and seeing some of my fellow males in that state as well over the years, I realize I am merely on the lower end of average with five to five and a half inches when fully erect. One man told me not to be ashamed of what I had between my legs, as, it, as the thickness was a plus, and the mushroom-shaped head was a thing of beauty. I trusted this man's opinions and began to think of myself in a better light. Again, words make such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, uh, and he's he a really nice turned size. it around. Yeah. Yes, he is. And I'll agree with that whole oral thing. I much prefer small. <laughs> Way prefer small. Thank you. Sorry, John. <laughs> B5, we, we thank you for that. Yeah, thank Absolutely. You for thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. Okay. Also, in... Uh, the Measurection Radio Forum, uh, New Dan writes, I first realized I was smaller in the communal showers in college. I might have noticed in high school, but didn't really think about it. But by college, it was apparent to me that the majority of guys were bigger. And to emphasize an already obvious point, my roommate had one which was much larger than average. I did some reading about averages and so forth, and while technically I was at the low end of average, in day-to-day contact, it was clearly small, and that was how it was going to be. I felt ashamed of it from that point forward until my mid-twenties, forty-something now, until a woman I was dating took me to my first nude beach. I told her she was crazy if she thought I was going to get a bunch of strangers see me naked, especially all things considered. She told me to just relax and look around before I took the plunge. I immediately noticed other men with equally small cocks having fun and enjoying themselves. I also saw very large ones as well. It didn't seem to matter to her or anyone else for that matter, so I decided to try. She later explained that being a nudist helped her overcome body issues she had. She was a genius because basically from that point forward I have had very little anxiety about it and am comfortable with my size. This is a great board and you have a wonderful show. Thank you, Newt Dan. Nudists don't Thank seem to you. ever have issues. And I you know, know people. Really... I know people that have done this. You know, done the nude, nude beach thing and the nudist uh, places, and and they say the same thing. It's not even an issue. Everybody's friendly. No one's pointing. No one's staring. I went to a nude beach once when I was really, really young, so I don't really remember. And I'd love to go back to one, but I'm afraid to take my husband, because I'm afraid that I'd get really, really angry if he got too many erections. <laughs> oh, he won't. <laughs> 
Or he broke his neck looking around. <laughs> well, I just, because he's a very sexual person. And he, I, for me, he gets erections at the drop of a hat. So, I don't know. I, I think I'd have an issue. But then I hear other people say, but it's not about that. And you don't. I mean, you will, like, at first. But I think all of the, the I think there are a lot of factors that would keep that thing down. You still got him locked outside the door, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done the nude uh, beach thing, no? but everybody on the site who has posted anything about nude beach experiences have, have essentially said the same thing that, uh, that nude Dan said, and that is that, that once they were there, there were all sizes, and there were others as small as, as they were, and it was a non-issue. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've always hmm. heard. Yeah. And, 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 and I hear it kind of feels good to have that wind blowing between your, you know, between your pubes. And that, sun, make and that sunshine hitting areas that sun's never seen before. I'd be afraid of sun burning. Oh. No, i got to watch that. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever experience it because I'm just far too shy to go out naked in public like that, I think. And you're in Minneapolis. Well, so. There you go. <laughs> Probably not a lot of new beaches, Nude right? ice fishing. <laughs> <laughs> don't sit on the ice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, my good buddy, uh, one of our fellow Measurection moderators... Big Al 2003, um, who I really, really like, phones into the dick phone with his thoughts. Hey, everybody. It's Big Al 2003 here. I'm calling to discuss topic number three, when did you first realize you were small? I think the first time that I ever realized I was smaller was when I was about 13 or 14. A group of my friends went to the fair, and we all had to use the bathroom. When we went in there, it was really busy, and they had one of those long trough urinals, you know, and there were all these different size six in there, and I didn't really think that much about it. But over the next few months, I got to looking at other guys, and it got me curious. How come I was so much smaller than everybody else? I got kind of depressed after puberty was over because I realized that I wasn't going to grow anymore. Eventually, I found Mesurrection, and since then, I've come to realize that I have what I have, and I might as well make the most out of it. Resurrection has improved my life greatly, and I'm forever grateful for that. Sean, thank you for making such a fantastic community that has helped my life tremendously. I feel like everybody here is part of my family, and I'm privileged to know you. I love you all very much. Oh, I have the biggest smile so on my sweet. face. Aww. We love you too. That's sweet. Absolutely. Okay, and can I say it? Hot. Yeah. Yes. The I don't he know what it is totally with these hot. accents, but yeah. oh my god, maybe. I think you like the southern thing. I do. I really do. <laughs> I like southern. I like Australian. I like English. I think he's in Tennessee or something like that. Yeah, or Alabama. He's in Hotland, where they're hot with hot <laughs> accents. What, what about a Minnesotan accent, for Christ's sake? You don't have an accent. I keep telling you that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I still think you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> you do, too. Holy cow. Oh, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I got to come up there. I got to see that place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean, you got to come up. I'll take you on the boat. Yeah, we go ice fishing. <laughs> a little fishing will go up north. Up north? Show me up how to north. plow the snow. <laughs> snow. A. A. That's Canadian. I That's don't Canadian. Talk like that. No A's. 
No A's. Okay, I'm going to go through all the audio and pick out all the A's. Shut up. Don't you dare. Actually, you know what? That is the Canadian accent more so on the eastern side. On the western side, I have a friend who lives in Ohio, and which I think is the funniest accent. I just love her to death. But she finally showed me what my accent is. Now, has everybody seen American Wedding? Yes. Or um, American Pie? Yes. The Bandcamp Girl? Where this one time, this one time at Bandcamp. <laughs> well, I do that. So You're next right. week we'll be um, we'll be discussing the the subject. Totally the Canadian accent. This this one time on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she bust. I I said I called bullshit. But then every time I would do it, she'd go aha and point at me. And yep, holy you're right. Shit, I do it a lot. Oh, but have I don't you ever say used a. a trombone or a flute? No. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in a sex store, honey. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, guys, this has been another great roundtable for us. Yes, it has. Yes. I think so. Next yep. week, we'll be discussing, have you ever tried autofillatio? Have you ever tried to suck yourself off? Tell us all about it. If you were successful, weren't successful, if you still do it, we want to hear the details. All the messy details, the splattery details and all, you know, if you couldn't quite make Did you it, say you splattery still... details? Well. <laughs> Did he say that? Isn't that what happens? <laughs> oh, my God. If you can't make it. If you can't quite make it, some of them just go ahead and do... Draw pictures. We'll just leave it for next week, okay? <laughs> I don't want to. We'll get to the mechanics next week. Yeah. And we need your input, people, to participate. Remember, you can visit our site's Measurection Radio Forum and post your comments by visiting www.measurection.com slash radio. That's M-E-A-S-U-R-E-C-T-I-O-N dot com slash radio. You can also call and leave us a voicemail on our dick phone. It's a toll call, but so many folks have free nights and weekends that that doesn't really matter. It's free for a lot of people. But we really need your voicemail input about the self-sucking autofillatio thing. In the U.S., call 206-338-DICK. That's 206-338-3425. In U.K., ring 0709-287. Two five six three. That's zero seven zero nine two eight seven two five six three. You may also send a, an email to radio at measurection dot com. That's radio at measurection m e a s u r e c t i o n dot com. And also, you can upload a a file like yeah. You can record an MP three or a wave file on your computer and email it to us at radio at measurection dot com. Yeah, and uh, it, don't, it doesn't cost you anything. You're listening to Measurection Radio, the small station with the big hat. <laughs> That's Dr. Steve, the big, the big hat, the small the big station with the big hat. hat. The big hat. The big oh, hat. it's a UK accent. I love it. I love it. We finally got to hear Dr. Steve. That's great. Thank you, Dr. Steve. That's we a really... voice I have been dying to hear. Yeah. I have too. Uh, so everyone too. else, call us on the dick phone, people. Put John's dick to use. I mean, put that dick phone to use. It'll <laughs> get it away from John in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank my penis posse for being with us, John, Diane, Alan, and Josh. And thank you to our Measurection members and Measurection radio listeners for tuning in. Tune in again next week for more from Measurection Radio. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> oh, this was fun. That one went way longer. We did, one. but we just chatted it up a bit. Oh, yeah. wow. You've been listening to member-supported Measure Action Radio. Hey, guys. 
Tom again. Um, I just wanted to tell you that you just keep getting better. Can't wait to hear the next one. Actually, um, <laughs> the uh, Diane channeling bear thing was worth the price of admission if you said absolutely nothing else. I just wanted to share that. Uh, I, of course, want to thank you for the kind words. You don't play fair. One second I was listening and laughing, and the next the dogs and my roommate were looking at me like, what the heck? Where'd that come from? You're all very kind. You speak from your heart. Your inner beauty uh, and warmth and sincerity comes across loud and clear. So anyhow, before I get any more emotional that I'm getting again, I want to tell you all again that I love you. Keep up the good work. And um, see you in the funny papers. This is Bronx Bombshell. I wanted to call and congratulate you guys on such a great show. The first show was great. The second show was outstanding. So funny. I laughed the entire way through. You guys keep up the great work. All of you. Bye. Hi guys, I think I've worked out how to do this thanks to Sean. Firstly, I'd like to say hello from the UK. It's been great listening to the first two shows and I can't wait to hear more. Um, I wish you all the luck with this. I know you're having a lot of fun doing it and I for one am having a lot of fun listening to it. So good luck to all of you and keep us laughing. Hello people, this is Stubcub, and I first realized I had a small dick when I was about 9 or 10 and I saw these two high school guys naked at the swimming pool locker room. It was that time that I made a deal with God that if he'd uh, let my dick grow long and thick, uh, I wouldn't have sex with the girl till I was 18 years old. Well, I kept my end of the deal, but I guess he didn't. I always avoided gym class, yet after a few times of getting naked with my buds, I got used to it. When I got to college, we had communal showers, and I got used to getting naked around guys. It was kind of bonding. I took a human sex class and came to understand that the average size was six inches, and that a flaccid dick really had no bearing on size. It wasn't until I started playing around with uh, men that I, and comparing that I really felt sore things. I think this uh, radio is great. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>